Welcome back to your weekend wrap-up here on the Break the Bell podcast. So beautiful, Bell Breakers. It's another weekend. It is, thankfully. And we're wrapping it up. We are. It went fast. It did. It did. It did. Some, some weeks it seems like it's been forever, then some weeks it's like, didn't we just fucking do this? Yeah, right. Like, not that long ago. So, how's it going? It's going well. It's going well. It's a little colder than I'd like. Yeah. Um, but it's... You know, it's winter. What are you gonna do? What What do you do on a weekend now that the Steelers are out of the the playoff I, run? I, well, I, you know, I'm still watching football. Did Did you uh, like spend more time with your family? Than I did. You? I did. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. I, They're probably like, thank God the Steelers are out because <laughs> I get to see my dad now. Yeah. And well, I I, I went and uh, hung out with some friends, played a, a game I played yeah. yesterday, and so I I took some shit for that. Oh, of course. And, uh, of course. Like, so. I thought you'd be around more with football yeah. not yeah. happening. And you're like, nope, nope. Yeah. I just, just got to fill time. it in some other way. This is my time. I'm exactly. used to not being around you, and I'm going to continue that tradition. <laughs> Don't ruin my life. No. I thought I'd watch some of the football playoffs. I haven't watched a single freaking really? game this year. Not one yeah. game. I will watch the Super Bowl because... Yeah. Because it's I got a to cultural yeah. event. I mean, if you yeah. don't, you're not really American, even yeah. though it's probably going to suck. And the commercials yeah. don't aren't what they used to it, be. It, yeah, it's true. The the commercials kind of blow. The halftime show should be halfway decent. Yeah, so it's Snoop Dogg. Oh, oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, but it, it was him and somebody else. There was another. Yeah, there's like, a couple of different rappers ninety rappers yeah. involved. So. so that that should be all right. As long as Tom Brady's not in it. Yeah, that's just fuck. Yeah, gotcha. you know he's been in ten of the last twenty Super Bowls. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. I thought once he left the the Patriots, we'd be I, like, oh, we'll yes. never see him again. Yeah. No, no, no he just went to a different conference. Yes. So yeah. Who's uh? So who's still in the running right now? I I have no idea. So I don't, I don't currently. The Rams are playing the Buccaneers like right now, right now, okay. right now. And um, I, the the Bucks have made a dramatic comeback. There's only like a minute left in the game. Brady's got the ball on like the 20 yard line. So so um, you'll be keeping track of that while we're talking. And all of a sudden you'll be like, God damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Tom Brady made it to the Super Bowl again, yes. or at least continued on in the playoffs. Because yeah, there's right. another round. Yeah, the, yeah. there's the championship, NFC championship game. So if the if whoever wins today will play the 49ers next week. All right. The enough. Chiefs play the Bills next. And whoever wins that game will go play the Bengals next week for the AFC championship. Gotcha. And then whoever wins those games will face each other in the Super Bowl in two weeks after next week. Awesome. Yeah, I don't care. I know you don't. You're you're just waiting for spring training. I am waiting. Honestly, I don't think there's going to be a spring training really? because oh, um, there's right. there's still the freaking MLB lockout, yeah, which that's dumb. was kind of like the opposite of a player strike. Um, they weren't coming to agreements, and the the players' union wasn't budging. So the MLB is like, you know what? Fuck it. We're locking you all out, and now oh. uh, the teams can't talk to their players or anything until oh. they get this this shit resolved. And Last I heard, they weren't anywhere closer, and that was like mid-December that oh, that started. So it's dumb. been like four or five yeah. plus when, weeks. When does uh, spring training usually start? Uh, end of February, I think. Okay, so there's still a little time. Yeah. So I don't care really that much about spring training. Oh, okay. I just want to see the regular season to start on time. If yeah. regular season doesn't start on time, then we know this is 2022 because that's how <laughs> 2020 started was really? regular season. because. Oh, that's right. Yeah, COVID all COVID, hit, right, and that delayed the start. Of yeah. The, no, well, they started spring training, and then it 
stopped right because regular That's season right. starts like first of april or something yeah. like that and then so they just like stopped mid spring training and okay. then it was just like well is there gonna be is there not gonna be and then yeah. they came back they had the cardboard cutouts and all yeah. that stupid bullshit right. only a, a couple games and uh that's when they implemented a lot of stupid rules like only five innings for a double a double header okay which i didn't even think about until and they've they've stuck with that too even through 2021 the the five innings can you imagine because in 2019 i think is when i went to see a cardinals game right and it was supposed to be like on a friday and it got rained out, so it got pushed to a double header on Sunday. Okay. So we stayed in town, went to that double header. Can you imagine if you paid to go see oh, a game and pissed. then turned around and ended up being a double header and ended up only being five innings? Yeah, I'd right. be, I would have be been pissed. fucking yeah. pissed. So yeah, hopefully this isn't. I mean, you're the one that suggested, or your sister. Your sister's the one that suggested yes. this is 2022. The, we the will sequel. know the sequel. Yes, yes, 2020 also. Yes. Uh, so if that ends up being the case. We'll know when uh, if the MLB doesn't start regular season mm. on time. Then I'm coming for your sister. <laughs> so that is yeah. that's yeah. like my only joy Man, really you, in you, life. You 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 my my wife's on your shit list because of the weather. Yes and, yes, and your then... wife is definitely on my shit list. <laughs> and she was even like, oh, it's too cold to go skiing. It's just like this is your damn fault. Yeah, you right. prayed for this cold yeah, weather. Right. You so, know it's supposed to be negative seventeen God on damn Tuesday. It. I'm coming. <laughs> Yeah, and then so then my sister will be on your list if baseball gets. Oh uh, yeah, that that's so, even worse than the weather. Yeah. to be honest. So, I it's like you don't take my only only yeah. joy away. <laughs> Let's get into we got some shit to talk about. You had mentioned that it's been kind of politically quiet and it's yeah, kind of disturbing. It is. I mean, there's you know some shits going on. There's there's stupid shit that people are saying right politically. Yeah, but nothing's actually happening. Right. But right. Um, we had some stuff with. Like Biden and the Democrats running their mouth about the legitimacy of the 2022 elections, right. just to get that in our brains. Right. So yeah. if because we're all predicting, there's not a very good chance that the the Democrats are going to retain um, yeah. the Senate. Right. And so when that happens, and I think they're predicting it too, they're setting themselves for up for it. So then yeah. when that happens, they can be like, oh, there's a bunch of voter fraud going on, and if only we had pushed through these voter laws yeah. then this never would have happened so they're just setting themselves up for that we'll get into yeah. that a little and bit he, he's all pissed off because of the filibuster thing fine it's not gonna be a legitimate election then yeah he's just being a grouchy old man <laughs> yeah. as he does but the, the first thing we'll talk a little more about that <laughs> see this is your fault i, I yes you yes. showed up and you're like oh you're not coughing and i'm like i wasn't and yeah. now and that like, you said you that, that i will be thanks uh, well at least i haven't killed anybody lately <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, the first thing I want to get into is the White House press secretary. Apparently, she might not be continuing her. She might be stepping down. Really? Which circle back, Saki? Yeah. No, I'm okay with that. Me too. And it doesn't surprise me as much shit as she's given in this job. Can you imagine? Her going into this and then realizing how much she is so underqualified oh, for this yeah. job and she sucks so bad at it. And so people like calling her out more than they're even calling the administration out for her circle back and stuff. And now she's possibly stepping down. But the interesting thing is apparently she had a Freudian slip. Let me let me pull this video up for you to see. I love the faces there. Yeah, me too. A Freudian slip on who her actual boss is. Who oh. she works for? Oh no! 
So let me let me find this video. Today. I really am. I'm enjoying you too. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. But I, a little bird told me that you said you might be retiring, resigning the job this year. Say it isn't so. <laughs> is it true? I, you know, I, I don't know when I'm leaving. Uh, this is an honor and a privilege, and I love working for President, President Biden every oh, single. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Yes. She almost slipped up and yeah. said, "Who's really in charge here?" Yeah, that, does that surprise anybody? I think we've been. Back. And I love working for President Obama. Day. <laughs> We've been saying it all this time yeah, yeah. that Obama is uh, the man behind the curtain, behind the curtain for some time now, and she just kind of confirmed that. Yeah. So this is from the Gateway Pundit. I just wanted to just read what they had to say about this because they found it equally as amusing as we did. It says we had indications that perhaps it was Obama that was running this nightmare of a presidency. Uh, it's not Biden, that's for sure. And it does make sense. With Obama, with Biden, Obama can do all the things he wanted to to this country and yet not take the blame for the mm -hmm. reaction to these destructive policies. For example, Afghanistan. Uh, it goes on to say, oh, that's really all it says about uh, it, I guess. Well, but, but it makes sense, though, because, he, you know, after his, his uh, presidency, he was always like, well, um, you know, it's because I'm black that people uh, wouldn't, you <laughs> yes. know, they wouldn't let me do what I wanted to do. Yes, that was and so it. they put Biden in there to, to you know, run political to cover. To be their token white right, guy. to be their token white guy. Yes. Yeah, it makes sense. So, so now all the questions, all the doubt is off the table because Jen Psaki just revealed that she truly is working for uh, President, she called President Obama. Uh, President Biden. Yeah, she knows she's not working for Biden. When do you think the last time was that she actually talked with Biden? Oh, I don't think Biden talks to her at all. <laughs> Biden is not allowed to talk to anybody. No, no because if he screws she, it up. Well, if she was actually truly talking to Biden, she wouldn't have to go backpedal yeah. everything that he says when right. he comes out and says things. Yeah. So if she was truly like in communication with him yeah. and be like, you shouldn't say that, then um, she wouldn't have to come play the cleanup person yes. after the fact. Uh, that's probably why she's actually quitting. She's like, "Oh my god, I gotta, mm. I gotta go up there and look like an idiot again because he said something stupid." So, real quick, uh, mm. the Rams did beat the Bucks. Okay, so the yes. Bucks are out. Yes, Tom Brady is out. Tom Brady's <laughs> gone. Uh, Matt Stafford threw a fifty-yard pass to get him into field goal range. They kicked the field goal to win it with no time on the clock. Holy shit! So it was the final. That's the final. 30, that's oh, thirty to twenty-seven. Damn, that's close. Yeah. So it was tied up, and then they kicked the field, yeah. field goal. Nice. Anyway, back to Jen Psaki, yes. which is less important than Tom Brady <laughs> not making it to the Super Bowl. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, so so do you truly believe that Obama is, or do you? I mean, do you think? I I, I, I think, mean, if if I ran the country for eight years and took as much shit yeah. as any president does, yeah. I'd just be like, dude, I'm fucking done with this. I think Obama is probably part of a cabal mm -hmm. that um, is part of is Biden's handlers and kind of give him a playbook to run by. Have you ever watched The Blacklist with uh, not. what's his name? Spader. James Spader. James Spader. That whole premise is like this secret cabal at the top that's oh, like okay. calling all the shots. They're, they're like from all different countries and they like starting wars and shit just oh, to, yeah. just yeah. to start wars and reignite cold wars and stuff. So. Um, that just I've been watching it with uh, my daughter loves the show and it's the one like crime drama type show that I can actually get into because yeah. James Spader's freaking awesome yeah anything he, he does yeah. really and so um 
it's it's fantastic. And so that just reminded me. That oh, interesting. Obama's sitting up at the top running yeah, the secret cabal. And it, no, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Him and uh, all these other billionaires that we don't even know the names. Oh, yeah. And Obama's not at the top of it. No. Obama was a freaking groomed puppet from yeah. the start himself. Yeah. And I'm not sure how how we go from Obama, this overly groomed, um, like, super up-and-coming yeah, right. puppet that yeah. he was to Joe Biden, old, right. old well, dimension. Hillary man. and then Joe Biden. Yeah. They're like, you know, we couldn't— we couldn't get things done with a charismatic puppet yeah. that actually uh, right. people could understand. Maybe if we have a completely dead corpse of a puppet that yeah. we can com- do all the controls of, then maybe we can get our shit yeah. done. And that's maybe that is status quo now. You know, mm-hmm. they they got this little cabal that that kind of directs. So for them, they don't care if it, who's running for president. They don't care if it's Biden or Hillary. Yeah, it, it costs less money to not groom the person. Yeah. Just wait till they're dead, basically, because right. yeah. Hillary's gonna. They're already pushing that Hillary might yeah. be the best candidate. Right. So, again, following suit with a dead corpse puppet mm-hmm. uh, type, and she's and, like, "Oh, I'm not dead. I'm gonna be calling yeah. all the shots." And it's like, yeah, "Right, you're yeah, gonna. Right. They're gonna. If you don't have dementia by then, they'll give you dementia." Yeah, right, right. You, you'll start your your little blank. But they were probably hoping on Kamala being a little bit more charismatic than what she is. And she's such a freaking like she's a she's a conflict dodger. Yeah, like nothing's her fault. Right. Everything's everybody else's fault. She was set up. Uh, she was given a bad hand. You know, yeah. she's one of those types that like, oh, right. I, I was just uh, set up and given a bad hand yeah. in this. So I, I was doomed to fail as a vice president. It's just like, dude, you're the fucking vice. Look at Dick Cheney. <laughs> right. He was. He was a take control type of yeah. guy. Well, he had to be because yeah. we had. Look who we had right. running. Yeah. George W. Bush. Yeah. So he had to kind of t- take charge yeah. there. But um, yeah, she's just. And look and, at how I mean, but what Biden did under Obama, you know, mm-hmm. his son Hunter got him involved in all these sweet deals across Asia. <laughs> yeah, which are still coming to light and right. are probably still happening as we speak. So let's move away from Jen Psaki, though. But I, I would like to see her step down, but that just makes me wonder who's going to step right. up in yeah. that the, spot. Who's going to yeah. take that role? The, I don't remember what the, her name was that came in. Uh, Right, like was Trump's last one for like the last year of that. I don't, I don't remember what her name either. was. She was good. I, I liked her a lot, and uh, I thought she did a great job. But um, everybody else under Trump, but know. she had to, she had to explain away Trump though. She right. had to be right. Good. She yeah, but it, she was never. But she always doubled down. Yeah, and she was never one to be like, actually, what the president should have said yeah. was this. No, she, she was, was like, always, that's right, motherfucker. That's what he said. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Let's move on, though. We've got Hong Kong in the news again with COVID, and it's not what you think. No, it's worse. It's worse than what you think. <laughs> Apparently, Hong Kong's leader wants to kill a bunch of hamsters. She did kill a bunch she of hamsters. She did kill. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hamsters, because hamsters yes. are causing the COVID spread. <laughs> yes. That sounds like some, like, uh, Black Death Right, yeah, the rats carrying yeah. the black death. Usually, and yeah, usually it's rats or monkeys. Yeah, I've never heard hamsters. No. Is, is, is there like an abundance of hamsters? Is there, there an population be. of hamsters? That's what are I'm there wild ham- Are there? Is there such a thing as a wild they, hamster? Maybe they release them in the sewers and they take over the cities. Ninja hamsters, teenage mutant ninja <laughs> hamsters. That's co- Hong Kong's <laughs> knockoff version. <laughs> so this is from Al Jazeera. It says. Hong Kong leader defends the hamster coal. <laughs> that sounds horrible. 
Carrie Lamb says an outbreak in hamsters has led to a rise in COVID infections and urges residents to avoid New Year's events. <coughs> well, do they uh, typically like have a lot of hamsters at their New Year's events? Or <laughs> maybe, uh, like what's going on here? Maybe they strap fireworks onto them and just let that them would go. be awesome. Maybe that was the coal <laughs> that. Yeah. Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam has warned that COVID-19 infections could be growing exponentially in congested residential area of the city and said the number of overall cases had increased due to an outbreak in pet hamsters. <laughs> an outbreak That's in pet hamsters. Very specific to the pets. No dogs, no cats, um, hamsters. But they call it an outbreak. Yeah. That's like everybody's going out and buying dogs, so there's an outbreak in dogs, right. in yeah. pet dogs. Yeah. I've never heard of pet anything being considered an outbreak <laughs> unless i mean are they they're rodents do they yeah. reproduce really rapidly and people are like losing their hamsters in their houses <laughs> and they're going and hooking up with other hamsters yeah, that are possible. lost in the houses yeah. and transmitting yeah i i, I can this is, you son of a bitch keep your hamster away from my hamster i never thought i'd ever utter the phrase an outbreak in pet hamsters yes Chief, Hong Kong. Chief Executive Lamb urged Hong Kong people to avoid gatherings before next week's Lunar New Year as officials grappled with an outbreak of the highly infectious Omicron variant in Kuei Chung, north of the city's Kowloon Peninsula. So you know what this actually is? This is just a refusal of the people calling the shots to admit that this is just fucking spreading. Yeah. It's going to spread yeah. everywhere to everyone and it's this Omicron, Omicron, yeah, which is supposed to be so mild. Yeah, the super spreader. Yeah, that they're blaming anything and everything. Well, it's, it, I mean, we have all these policies in place, all these lockdown. I don't know what Hong Kong's lockdown policies yeah, are, but either. I know they have like a zero COVID yeah. strategy. I, I think they got some kind of like, um, like curfews and stuff in place. So it, it's just them refusing to admit that they're. Mm-hmm. protocols don't work well obviously it must be this outbreak right. in pet hamsters yeah. that is the only yeah. thing that we can connect this no it's just the fact that your shit's yeah. not working yeah it's it's not working it's just like in i i know we keep bringing this uh i keep bringing this up the mask of the red death where oh, they're all yeah. like hey let's just lock all our yeah us rich high up uppity people have this party in this this castle away from the peasants who are carrying the disease mm-hmm. the disease goes where the disease wants to go right yeah. it's not deterred by your lockdowns it's not deterred by your masks yeah it's not deterred by killing the hamsters right it's just gonna do what it wants to do yeah. and you gotta let it run its course yeah and then we'll hopefully yeah, I mean, could, end this someday could you imagine if the federal government came in they're like yeah um your county's gone red with covid and so um we need to stop the spread so we're gonna lock you guys down but we we need to get rid of all your pets we need to kill off your hamsters and, and, your, and dogs your dogs and cats yeah. and and snakes and birds and whatnot. I mean, if it was if it was like the plague, yeah, I could understand right, right. those kind of protocols. Yeah, I'd be pissed and I'd probably like shoot somebody over my dog, but right. but I could see that. But something, yeah, so mediocre, yeah, that we're killing pets in the name of yeah. this just because we don't want to admit that our protocols don't work. Right. Yeah. Says we're a. We are worried the exponential growth of cases that we have seen in other parts of the world is happening in Kuei Chung, Lamb said on Saturday. The situation is testing Hong Kong's zero-COVID strategy, focused on eliminating the disease, with schools and gyms already shut, restaurants closing at 6, and air travel to many hubs uh, severed or severely disrupted. I still don't understand the closing of restaurants at 6. Yeah. 
I don't get that either. Does COVID not come out to play it's until an early after? Time. Yeah, COVID comes <laughs> out at like yeah, yeah. COVID's a night owl. COVID yeah, comes right. out at six thirty to like five a.m. Yeah, I, I I like that. <laughs> Robin says Quay Chung. Could you imagine that like Taiwan or uh, Hong Kong comes down there like okay everybody we're gonna Quay Chung tonight. <laughs> everybody Quay Chung tonight. <laughs> Speaking after meetings with health officials, Lamb said there was only a slim chance citywide restrictions could be lifted on February 4th as planned. She said a second Kuei Chung apartment block, home to more than 2,000 people, would be shut down for five days. So it just goes on and on and on. They've got this stupid freaking uh, zero COVID strategy. They're finding out it doesn't work. Yeah. So so they want to blame anything and everything they can. Yeah. Oh, well, you've already shut the, down the gyms. We've already shut down the schools. We've, we're closing restaurants, restaurants before COVID comes out to play with the, the hamsters. The only thing can be left is the hamsters. Obviously. The, the, what does everything yeah. have in common here? Fucking hamsters. Yeah. we got to get rid of the damn hamsters. I mean, how does one call a hamster population? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On Friday, officials shut down the first Kuei Chung building. Um for five days after more than 20 cases were linked to it with food delivered from outside three times a day and mass testing underway. Where's it get into the hamster part? Oh, here we go. On Tuesday, officials ordered the killing of about 2,000 hamsters from dozens of pet shops after tracing coronavirus in a worker at a shop where 11 hamsters later tested positive for COVID-19. How they get to 2,000? <laughs> they reproduce so fast. Lamp said cases involving the Delta variant were also, <coughs> excuse me, also rising because of the hamster outbreak. <laughs> I, I can't. I understand pet owners are unhappy. Unha the biggest public interest is to control the pandemic, Lamb said. <coughs> Thousands of people offered to adopt unwanted hamsters amid a public outcry against the government and its pandemic advisors. Well, how is that going to help anything? <laughs> You just see, I can see Americans freaking out and be like, no, 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 no. Send us your hamsters. Yeah. So you think this fixes the problem? No, not at you all. You think euthanizing the hamsters is going to no. help out their zero COVID? No. I, or do you think maybe they're setting their expectations a little too high? I, yeah, I think they're they're really setting their expectations high. And I think they're they're it's all for poli political theater, right? It is. It's it is. like, oh, well. You know, we're the Hong Kong government and uh, we can do, you know, I mean, has anybody reached zero COVID? I mean, uh, New Zealand was for a while, I think. And okay. then that stopped yeah. and Australia tried and that stopped and China tried and that's it, it hasn't worked. Yeah, it just right. doesn't work. So why would Hong Kong be any different? I don't know. If it wasn't for the damn hamsters, maybe right? it would. Freaking hamsters. So let's keep going. Let's keep moving on. Um. An ISIS prison break in Syria sparks days of clashes. Apparently, there was an, uh, a prison break um, in northeast Syria after ISIS fighters tried to break inmates out of a Kurdish-run prison. Hmm. And this one gets interesting. This is in yeah. Syria. There's always some kind of fighting going on in Syria. Yeah, but they we haven't heard from Syria in a while. No. I, we're due for a good story are, from them. It says, Kurdish-led forces backed by U.S. airstrikes have been battling militants in the city of Hasaka since Thursday. I didn't even know we were still doing strikes. Yeah, there. I didn't either. That's, I mean, I guess we got to find out somehow. Right. I mean, that's obviously like such a minor blip in this, this paragraph. Yeah. 
that not too many people are going to pick up on that. But the first thing I know, I was like, wait, U.S. backed airstrike. Why? Right. Why the fuck are we even over there right, right. now? Yeah. Says the assault on the Guaran prison is one of the group's most ambitious since its defeat in Syria nearly three years ago. It sounds like they were defeated. Yeah, right. The overcrowded site houses 3,500 suspected IS members, including some of its leaders, a monitoring group says. Hundreds of jihadists have been recaptured since the outbreak, but some are still on the run, the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said. Uh, Kurdish, uh, secu Kurdish security forces have surrounded the prison and are fighting for control of nearby neighborhoods. Residents have been fleeing their homes. That sounds pretty... That sounds really bad. Pretty bad, yeah. Syrian Observatory says at least 84 ISIS members and 45 Kurdish fighters, including internal security forces, prison guards, and counterterrorism forces have been killed hmm. in violence inside and outside the prison since the start of the attack. Seven civilians have also been killed in the fighting, according to figures quoted by AFP news agency. Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic forces have taken control of much of the area in the prison, except some cell blocks where jihadists have refused to surrender. Uh, meanwhile, ISIS claimed in a video on January 22nd that many of its members had been freed in the attack on the prison. The footage also appeared to show the militants holding a number of hostages. Hmm. Says a reminder, the group is still a threat. So now we're going to find out that ISIS is a big deal again. Right. When, yeah. when Trump claimed he beat ISIS, during mm. Obama, they were the boogeyman at right. the time. And yeah. the reason to keep going and fighting these these wars and stay in afghanistan and iran or iraq right. and all these places because of isis isis group members and their wives have predicted for years exactly this scenario Wait, a mass and, prison break and their wives and their wives wow <laughs> not only are the isis members predicting that this prison break would happen their wives are also and again does isis let their wives talk i didn't even think they were allowed to come up with guests <laughs> yeah I, I i didn't think that they were allowed to speak to reporters yeah. or anything so how and man, the man. wives are going to go get executed now because <laughs> like, they... Who who spoke? Who was it? I know at least two of you because they said wives, specifically <laughs> yeah, exactly. wives. So uh, people yeah. better start talking. In a prison interview with British jihadist El Shafi, El Sheik, and Alexandi, Alexander Cody, <coughs> members of the so-called Beatles... <laughs> I don't even, what is happening? <laughs> wow. The two, man, the two men fantasized about being released from jail by a rubbish truck filled with explosives. Wait, they dreamed about this? <coughs> they fantasized about it. Oh, they so they were interviewed that the two British ISIS members that called themselves the Beatles fantasized about being freed from prison by an exploding garbage truck. It sounds like it should be a Beatles hit. It does. <laughs> Instead, in the latest attack in northeastern Syria, ISIS may have used an oil tanker to breach the jail, not an exploding garbage truck. Okay. So they were way off. Way off. Way the fuck off. I wonder if the wives are right. <laughs> it's not the first time <laughs> ISIS has attempted a breakout in the region. The last was in Darik in 2019. U.S. air power was used to bring it to an end. That may not be an option this time as ISIS has taken hostages. Well, so what do you think? The the good part about that is <coughs> the United States doesn't care. <laughs> I, I don't know. They'll, they'll bomb them anyways. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're it's, like hostages. Uh, we we blow up. Yeah. It did was, you see what we did in Afghanistan? Yeah, we, we blew up schools. Lots of schools. Yeah. And so, hospitals. Says ISIS grew out of a breaking the walls campaign of prison breaks in Iraq in 2012. I didn't know that. Ironic. That campaign is a foundational touchstone for the group, seen as a turning point in its fortunes. The Saka prison break is unlikely to have the same effect. ISIS is much diminished in the region. Oh, I, I disagree. I first disagree. of all, should we say these things? I was going to say, yeah. Because right. how many times have we said, oh, ISIS is no longer a yeah. problem, and right. or, oh, the Al-Qaeda is no longer a threat. Oh, we defeated mission accomplished, you right. know, all yeah. those things. And yeah. then they are like, oh, yeah. yeah, bet, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, and like we were talking about China last Monday, this group is very symbolic, mm -hmm. right? They, they see, okay, there was a prison break. Hey, ISIS got its start on a prison break. Mm-hmm. This is like prophetic for them, right? This, this like is the second coming back coming. full circle. Yeah, right. This is like, hey, this is our time. This mm -hmm. is, you know, Allah is saying now is our time. And with us kind of stepping away from the region, mm -hmm. that's just probably, I mean, who's to say Afghanistan is not a great place to re revitalize right. ISIS? Yeah. I, I know they're not like, typically the afghanistan region but considering we left that in such a shitty place they, they might be like hey guys there's there's free space over there and nobody's really uh stopping us yeah. so we might as well go over I mean, there and didn't, regroup. Um, afghanistan have their own like isis group yeah they had a, a yeah. branch from isis there. so yeah i'm sure they'd let their brethren come over i'm sure especially if it's to uh continue yeah. doing what isis does all right so so, also, it could be the United States, as they like to do, uh, building up this threat so they have re reason to go, like, go maybe back. they probably found oil, more right. oil in Syria. So, <laughs> they're like, oh, did you hear ISIS had a prison break? <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was an oil truck that just happened yeah, to have right. a U.S. logo on the side of it. I'm <laughs> not sure how that happened. Yeah. I mean. I want to either, either, either way. Yeah. Either way, I I can yeah. see happening. It's like you know, guys, we haven't we haven't fucked around Syria in a while. Yeah, I mean, our presence in the Middle East. I mean, oil. We just haven't really gone after the oil like yeah. we should be going after the oil in a while now. <sighs> Let's come back home. Um, we have more things to worry about than ISIS in Syria. I think. Personally, and, and hamster calling, and hamster calling, <laughs> hamster calling in Hong Kong. Our shelves are bare in in places. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, Washington D.C. warning people to limit what they purchase at the supermarket because the shelves are going bare. Interesting. We saw it coming. We predicted that this is going to happen with mm -hmm. the shipping crises. Uh, the worker shortages, mm. all all that stuff. Well, apparently, like I said, DC is saying, "Hey, don't don't buy so much." I mean, <laughs> you shouldn't be buying so much anyway. But um, it says, "Take only what you need." DC asks people to limit supermarket purchases as uh, empty shelves persist. Says, if you're hitting the grocery store to prepare for winter weather, please just buy what you need and leave some for others. You may have noticed empty shelves in some stores due to national supply chain issues, but there is no need to buy more than you normally would. What does a statement like that immediately do 
<laughs> panics people. <laughs> panics people, and they go out and panic buys. Yes. Because my first reaction is, well, I wasn't planning <laughs> yeah, to, but now exactly. I sure as hell am. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm sure going to stock up. Wait, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, we all know that there, there's kind of a shortage going on. So wait, there's a shortage? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck. And, and hey, most of the shelves are empty. What? <laughs> hey, babe, get in the car. Yeah. We're going on a grocery store run. Yeah. And we come back with like <laughs> three truckloads full. Yeah. I mean that's that's just how that, yeah, people's exactly. minds work, and it almost makes it almost they're either too out of touch to realize that's how people work, or they want people to go into panic mode right. and, and perpetuate these freaking yeah uh, right. supply issues. Because it almost seems like I've got like two or three articles here where it seems like there's intentional perpetuation mm-hmm. of supply chain issues. Yeah, but I want to continue with this one first. It says. Above is a recent tweet from the D.C. Homeland Security and Emergency <laughs> Management Agency. That sounds like a winner. <laughs> Completely contradicting what President Biden told the nation last Wednesday. <laughs> Biden was like, don't worry, everybody. There's plenty on the shelves. He did. It says, told the nation Wednesday that images of empty store shelves in supermarkets was fake news. Now Biden's on the fake, fake news. Wow. Biden train. crossed that line. Yeah. You know, hey, it works so well for Trump. So right. what if I start throwing out this, this word fake news? So, but uh, DC's Homeland Security Emergency Management Agency are saying no. Um, this this could be a potential problem. Just d- don't panic, though. But we might have a supply issue. But but only buy what you need. Otherwise, yes. some people are going to go without. Yes. <laughs> Biden talking about his Build Back Better legislation said first fix the supply chain. We heard dire warnings about how. Supply chain problems could create a real crisis around the holidays, so we acted. The president proceeded to tell the nation 89% of supermarkets are full, which is only a few points below what it was before the pandemic. So 89 are full, but D.C. just happens to be in that 11% 11%. that's not. And that doesn't surprise me at all. He said the images Americans see on television of empty shelves are misleading. I don't know how empty shelves can mislead people it's either empty or it's not not. empty suppose supermarket shelves aren't empty as biden explains why would dc hsema the emergency service blah 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 uh issue a notice to area residents about empty store shelves and ask people not to panic hoard ahead and during adverse weather conditions this winter well first of all Adverse weather conditions immediately cause people to oh, panic. Absolutely. Buy. People yeah. hear a blizzard's coming, they go right. out and buy a bunch of yep. bread, buy yep. a bunch of milk, milk, water, toilet like paper. jugs of water, toilet yep. paper. <clears throat> so let's throw on top of that. Hey guys, and I know that there's bad weather coming, and I yeah. know the shelves are empty, yeah. but and, and that's what you're taught. You know, I mean, you're you're told, hey, if, if there's bad weather coming, go get your grocery shopping done so that you don't have to go out in it. <laughs> Says something is amiss here, and it seems the delusional 79-year-old president might be a little out of touch with reality. For a dose of reality, the internet has been washed with social media users pointing out bare shelves at supermarkets around the country. Last week, Phil Lempert, an editor of the website supermarketguru.com, told NPR that supermarket shelves are bare again. He called it a perfect storm. Industry experts such as ConAgra Brands CEO Sean Conalloy warned its U.S. plan could be constrained for at least the next month due to Omicron-related absences. Another expert, the CEO of Albertsons, is anticipating continued supply chain woes over the next four to six weeks. 
So all these people who do this for a living that make their fortunes off the CEOs of these food mm -hmm. industries are saying, hey, we're having supply issues. Yeah. Finds up there like, oh, no, that's all fake news. Right. Guys, guys, my Build Back Better plan is working. Yeah. Right. We're we're loading up the shelves. 89% of the shelves are full. <laughs> but not in D.C. area. Apparently not. So uh, that supermarketguru.com guy, editor, called it the perfect storm. Yes. What adds to the perfect storm is certain U.S. policies like uh, the U.S. closing its border to unvaccinated Canadian Mexican truckers was set to happen yesterday. I, oh. I didn't hear if that actually went through. I'm assuming, assuming it did. Yeah. But the last I heard was the U.S. was to close borders due to unvaccinated, or close borders to unvaccinated Canadian and Mexican truckers. So mm -hmm. we already have enough trucker shortage. Right. Might as well limit the ones that we do have. So this one is from FreightWaves.com. So they probably follow yeah. the shipping lines pretty pretty closely <coughs> it says the u.s will close its border to unvaccinated and partially vaccinated canadian and mexican truck drivers on saturday the department of homeland security said partially thursday vaccinated so if you so if you're not your like two, overly but, superly right, boosted you're right, you're not, not coming in wow it says these updated travel requirements reflect the biden harris administration's commitment to protecting public health while safely facilitating the cross-border trade and travel that is critical to our economy. I'm glad they're on that. Protecting public health. Yeah, it's so important. Starvation is a pretty big factor Typically, in public yes. health. Typically, yes. Just wanted to throw that yeah, out there. Yeah, People, like, not having food to eat, that that contributes yeah. to public health. More but, more than vaccinations yes. do against yes. COVID-19. And I, I, would, I would go out on a limb and say, I don't want to speak for everybody, but... I think I would rather not starve than get COVID. I I would have to agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I would rather not get vaccinated and eat. Yes. Than get vaccinated and, and not eat. Yes, I think that's an important thing to put out there. The restrictions, which apply to all foreign essential workers, had been expected since U.S. officials announced them in October. They follow a similar rule that took effect at the Canadian border last Saturday. So it's almost like we're like, oh, you're not letting our truckers in. We're not going to let your truckers in. Two can play this game, bitch. That's like something Trump would do, though. It is. The border COVID-19 vaccine mandates are coming into force despite pushback from the truck industry. The impact will be felt most acutely for the U.S.-Canada freight market, where around 160,000 truckers regularly cross the border, 75% of whom are Canadian. Already, capacity has tightened significantly with huge price increases in the spot market. Uh, it adds to existing pressures, including COVID-19 itself, which left many fleets operating below full strength. Hmm. The supply chain is already fragile, so it puts all of us in a precarious situation, says Dan Einwechter, CEO of Canadian trucking and logistics firm Challenger Motor Freight. That's quite the name. The Canadian Trucking Alliance and American Trucking Alliance have projected that 10 to 15 percent of drivers may leave cross-border trucking as a result of the mandates and exacerbate existing supply chain issues. So, are we making this worse with our policies? No, it 
doesn't surprise me. I mean, at all. It, it is going to make it. It, it can only make it worse. Well, because mean, you're never going to have everybody just be like, you know, yeah, you're right. I'm going to go get vaccinated. I mean, look right. at us. We're we're still sitting here not saying vaccinated. Not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Right. But I mean, Canada is pretty strict. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it, as far as their their mandates, you know, so I would think Canada would kind of, I mean, really push the screws to you, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not vaccinated. Whereas, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how Mexico is. I don't think there is as strict about it. But, I mean, if it's you funny because we have all these immigrants coming in from yeah, Mexico, right. they don't have to be vaccinated, no, right? Exactly. But they're also not carrying our food. Yeah, maybe that's the answer. <laughs> Just give them a sack of groceries to bring across the border. Everybody just carry. <laughs> just everybody grab a handful and let's go. Here, take this pallet, Jack. Start yeah. pushing pallets across the border. <laughs> then we'll be good. We'll be yeah, good. That, the, the answer's right in front of us. But, you know, it's like when we were looking at the uh, the supply chain originally, it was back in October. Uh, Yeah, I think so. And they were saying a lot of people were leaving the industry because of the fact that they weren't allowed to go ashore, mm -hmm. you know, due to their COVID restrictions. Right. And so people were tired of being at sea for nine months at a time, mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, it, it's, it doesn't surprise me at all that we're just continuing to exasperate this based on our policies. So do you think it's um, like, obviously the policies are exacerbating the problem. Do you yeah. think it's, cause there's two ways this could be, it could be either the government's so out of touch and retarded that they're making these policies like, Oh yeah, this is for the good. So they're not bringing this disease in and uh, just clueless to the fact of, uh, you know, supply and demand, mm -hmm. or do you think it's like intentional how we, we tend to lean that they're trying to bring the system down and yeah. build I, something different? I, I think it's intentional because they, they really are pushing the build back better. What better way to do that than say, well, we really need to work on our ports and our supply chains and infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Can any economic expert that supposedly in the government, can any of them be that completely retarded that they they'll be like, Oh, this thing, this thing. I mean, we might feel it a little bit, but it's, it, it'll no. just, it'll just, it'll blow over. Can any of them yeah. really be that ridiculous? Yes. yes. Believe that? Absolutely. Because look at the, the, uh, what was it? The energy secretary that was talking about the oil prices be like, yeah, it's going to suck. But you know, this is the way we're, we, we transfer over to green energy. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, growing pains, we have to deal yeah. with growing pains, but it'll be better in the long run. That's exactly how they think. Uh, and then we can handle the whole, you know, overpopulation yeah. issue we have at oh, the same yeah. time. Right. Yeah, exactly. You Get know, all these poor people. I mean, all of us, we we got uh, our maids and manservants yeah. that have our shelves fully right. stocked in yeah. our mansions. That's fine, but um, we can get rid of some of this adverse population out there by right. starve them out a little bit. Yeah, and Two we birds, can. One stone. And when people start to starve, they become more compliant because yeah, right. They'll they'll get their vaccines, then yeah. they'll wear their masks. Exactly. Also, to add to the supply issue is the. Burlington Northern Santa Fe Railroad is preparing to go on strike and will involve 17,000 workers across the nation, disrupting supply chain channels even further. So we got that to look forward to, too. That sounds horrible. So I'm not exactly it doesn't say a lot about that, but it does say a, a new work policy at BNSF Railroad or Railway that starts February 1st has prompted more than 17,000 employees to decide to go on strike over what they call the worst attendance policy ever. Smart Transportation Union released the following statement. This unprecedented policy repudiates direct and clear contract language and in application will attempt to force our members to report for duty without regard for their medical condition as we struggle to come out of the pandemic. 
It also stands to take away any ability for our members to avoid working fatigue when they are routinely called without warning due to the complete lack of reliable train lineups, thus creating potential for even more unsafe railroad operation. So-called forced overtime in an industry where sad or safety is so critical not only repudiates our agreements, it stands to enact irreparable harm on hundreds of full-time employees whose non-workplace obligations prevent them from being at work every day of their life. So it sounds like they're pushing back against forced overtime mm-hmm. because the supply lines are shit. Yeah. So they need to keep things going. They need to kickstart this thing in gear. So the, the, the labor unions are pushing back, going on strike. So that's just going to add to all this. It's yeah. just a big snowball effect is, is what it is. Well, and do you hear about the, um, the problem with the, uh, the train robberies in California? Oh, I'd seen that. Yeah. So um, real quick, it says uh, there's an image of a railroad. So when all these boxes just littering all over the tracks. Yeah, it's like am- a lot of Amazon boxes. Yeah. And it says uh, untold thousands of rifled packages, stolen goods from the high end to the quotidian. Quotidian. Huh. Uh, from <laughs> Tamarian, Tamarian melon pumps and the latest in laptops to coveted COVID-19 antigen rapid test. I doubt anybody's stealing rapid tests. <laughs> I know. It says uh, those train robbers never had it so good. Uh, never before has such an array of riches from the world over been so invitingly there for the taking. Unlike their frontier forebearers, moreover, modern thieves have no concerns about capture. Sheriff's deputies and hanging judges. In today's city of angels, grand larceny often doesn't even rate a ticket. Really? So, so <laughs> yeah, because in California, they changed law. You. If anything under nine hundred fifty dollars, oh, right? And, and Chicago They're did not something even going similar. after them. Yeah, so you can go and and do whatever you want. You're not going to get ticked. You're not going to get charged. Yeah, that's some bullshit right there. Yeah. Well, it's great for them. And oh, they yeah. We're in the wrong line of business. We need to take up train robbery in California. Are you ready to take up some train? We, can, I mean, Chicago is not that far away oh, yeah. either. Yeah. Well, you can go hit up some. Knock why are off we some wasting our time? Chicago. We, we've been doing it wrong all this. We time. have. We've been working on the wrong side. Ain't. <laughs> We could get some bandanas put on our face. I mean, nobody's going to suspect you're a train robber with a bandana on your face exactly. in a COVID era situation. Can we get some horses? Should we do horses? The worst thing they're going to do is be like, oh, that bandana <laughs> yeah. does not protect yeah, you that's, from COVID. Is that cloth? That is, is not that cloth? a regulation mask. You disgust me. And we're riding in on horses yeah. with our bandanas. Like, oh, my God, they're transmitting <laughs> COVID through those bandanas yeah, exactly. as we're knocking off trains. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. We might get in more trouble for having a cloth mask than Probably. actually for stealing. <laughs> we get thrown in jail in Illinois for after knocking off the train. We get thrown in jail for um for not following yeah. mask policies. <laughs> like, oh, the trains. Uh, do, do you do you know why we brought you in, sir? Um, um, probably because I fucking robbed a train. Oh, wait. Oh no 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 no. no. Oh well, no, that no, was no, that no. was under the fourteen hundred dollar limit. We're not gonna we're gonna gonna waste resources on that. Yeah. Don't don't push it though. Yeah, don't right. push it. But the mask, come on, man, the mask. Yeah, there's a pandemic going on. Do do you <laughs> not understand? Do you don't you care about your grandmother? <laughs> How selfish can you be? Yeah. If you're gonna knock off a train, at least wear an M95 mask exactly. when you're doing it. Now we're gonna let you go this time. Here, here's a box. <laughs> Here's a rapid test kit. Yeah. Just just be no, safe. No, no, don't worry. I got myself a rapid test kit off the train. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. that good for oh, you. Wow. Good for well, you. I'm glad you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that should be a movie because that's how ridiculous we are right now. 
So are the train robberies slowing up uh, supply lines too? I assume. Yes. Yes, they are. I mean, yes. I just wait till the train operators start carrying freaking yeah. like sawed-off yeah. shotguns with them, oh, and yeah. then they'll get arrested for having illegal weapons. Of course, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that gun registered? <laughs> oh, that's a shot-off shotgun. You know that's illegal. You're going to federal prison. <laughs> he just fucking robbed me. Yeah. Uh, wait. That that wasn't enough money. Yeah, we're right. not gonna. We're, waste we're not really concerned about that. You can't be a vigilante. You can't take this into your own hands. That makes me kind of wonder where my shirts are. I ordered for Christmas. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, I had ordered because I got some earbuds for Christmas. It was like, uh, they were the model. It was like last year's model, mm. and so they were on sale. And then my son wanted the same ones. So with his Christmas money, I went to try to order them the same ones. Well, I couldn't find them anywhere except on Walmart's website, which I didn't realize I ordered from a third party because Walmart oh, has yes, third party Yes, they did that shit. to me on some stuff too. And apparently it's coming from China. It's been that, like four dumb. weeks. Yeah. And they're probably sitting on a freaking barge out in the middle of the yeah. Atlantic somewhere. Yeah. So That's dumb. So yeah, he's... Still, he keeps bitching about. He's like, I'm never going to get my earbuds. Probably not. It's coming yeah. from China. You'll, I'm sorry. You'll get them in June. And in they'll June. probably be laced with COVID and yeah. biological warfare. And painted and, with lead. Yes, probably. Don't put them in your mouth. So all this leading up to my last article here, which hmm, looking at the way things are going might not be such a bad thing. <laughs> The Doomsday Clock. Have you heard of the Doomsday Clock? I never heard of it. I, I had. I didn't think it was real. I mean, I've seen it in movies and, and in comic books, but I didn't know it was like an actual thing. It's a real thing. It's not a real clock. Okay. It seems like a political tool. No, okay. Uh, at least now it's turned into one. Of course. But apparently the Doomsday Clock this year held steady at 100 seconds to midnight. So the way um, <clears throat> I had read this was described as is if you look at the entire, um, like, from start to finish of the world, okay, like, from the beginning of the world till whenever the world's going to end, as a day, I think it was, or was it a year? I think it was a, as an entire day. Yeah, it was an entire day, like... Humanity came into existence at about 11.30 p.m. If you're looking at the whole world in okay. an entire day, humanity came at 11.30 p.m. So, very short amount of time compared okay. to the rest of it. Um, apparently, the scientists get together and, like, uh, go over all the, like, the population, the, uh, the pollution, all this different stuff. Like, okay. the, the chance of nuclear war and stuff. And then they... At the end of each year, they rate how close we are to doomsday, and then they put the, the clock hands there. Okay. Apparently, for three years in a row, we've been at 100 seconds to midnight. Interesting. So you'd think that'd be a good thing, because we're holding. Right, yeah, right. We've been We're we've not been getting consistent. closer. Right. Do you, do you think these guys take bets? Yeah. Uh, like, Jensen had an asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is from New York Post. It says, doomsday clock holds steady at 100 seconds to midnight for the third for the Perf. third year in a row. <laughs> Look at this clock, too. Look how oh, cheesy this see, thing is. There's not even numbers. It's not even a cool clock. No, at least go with, like, something high. The doomsday clock will remain at 100 seconds to midnight for a third year running. Does it ever go backwards? Uh, Well, I think because they're saying that's not necessarily a good thing. Because they want to get further away from doomsday, not closer right. and not stay the same. So, yeah, um, if they all came to agreement, hey, we're doing better. Oh, okay. And we've worked to, like... 
prolong ourselves further, then yeah, the, the seconds would go backwards. It says keeping the same position means the clock, the clock's keepers. Don't you want that role? I want to be the clock, the doomsday clock, cool. clock keeper, but it would be a much cooler looking clock than yes, this. Much. This is like, uh, this is like Microsoft clip art clock <laughs> from like the 90s. <laughs> says keeping the same position means the clock's keepers believe the threat of an apocalypse is as bad as it has been over the last 24 months or as good as it's been yeah can't exactly. we be glass half full here exactly they are we're way not too negative closer to yeah. doomsday we're no. not closer to an apocalypse no. we're the same but, but they're, they're like <laughs> oh it just means we're not any further away from apocalypse come on glass half full here yeah the bulletin of the uh, atomic scientists hosted a live virtual news conference today to reveal when they think the world will end. That sounds exciting. This year, it was deemed the world is no safer than it was last year, and the clock will remain at 100 seconds to midnight. I, I disagree. We could be at 99 seconds to midnight exactly. Right now. Exactly. Speakers include Hank Green, Herb Lynn, Professor Raymond T. Pira Humbert, Scott Sagan, and Sharon Squasani. I don't know who any of those people are. I don't know, but I like their names. <laughs> Sisquani. They sound like the clock keepers. Sure. Two questions are considered when scientists make their decision. Only two. Only yeah, two I know, questions. right? You would think they'd have like something a little bit more. Doomsday and apocalypse yeah. on two questions. Is humanity safer or at greater risk compared to last year? And is humanity safer or at greater risk compared to the last 75 years? So they they put those together and come They're up full with their, of shit. They are. It's all they are. And full you know the way the scientists that that are in charge of the information regarding covid yeah if they're similar scientists in like dealing with this yeah. freaking atomic clock it's all political that's oh, what absolutely. i said at the beginning it's all politics they they could have been like watch this we'll we'll make them freak out because now we're at 98 seconds to yeah. midnight and everybody's like oh my god the yeah. world's gonna end we gotta implement these you, green policies you know where we were 75 years ago smog? fucking world war ii and smog and, and and polio, polio, but and, remember and the like, Great Depression. You're telling me we're not better off now than where we were back well, then. About that same time in the 50s, 40s, late 40s, 50s, like all of London Communism. was blacked out because yes. of the the pollution in the air. Yes. Like you couldn't go outside because you couldn't breathe. Yeah, but but we're yeah. The, these guys that they, they, they have no vision. <laughs> All right. So as Dr. Bronson said, there are s several bright spots and many disturbing <laughs> trends taking into consideration for the 2022 clock. Because humans create these threats, we can reduce them. You know what else humans created? The fucking clock. <laughs> no we shit. We can change that. All you Exactly. Only you people, the clock keepers, can change that clock. All you got to do is push that exactly. freaking thing back. And we all, we all live a little longer. Exactly. Says the Doomsday Clock Countdown, which acts as a metaphor for global apocalypse, takes into account the likelihood of emerging emerging threats I, like war breaking out and the impact of COVID. Okay, they they throw the term global apocalypse around too loosely. They do. Well, wars, nuclear wars, I see that. But now we got to throw in the impact of COVID right, right there. Of course. So obviously this is. Yeah. Yeah. Says, as well as advances in biotechnology and artificial intelligence. Tracker said they wait, can... wait. Does the advances in <laughs> artificial intelligence make us closer or further? <laughs> if you watch the Terminator, it makes well, us closer. Well, I know that. That's why I'm asking. If you watch uh, any sci fi movie, it makes us closer. Yes, I agree. 
Speculation mounted in 2021 about where the next world war may break out as relationship between Western allies such as the U.S. and U.K. and their eastern rivals, Russia, Iran, and China, and North Korea become more fraught than ever. There are also flashpoints of escalating conflict between North Korea and U.S. seen during the 1990s and when the rhetoric between Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump escalated. I thought they became buddies. They did for a while. Yeah. It comes as intelligence chiefs have warned Russia could invade Ukraine by the end of Janu- uh, by the end of January with a massive assault. Sounds like they're just saying every headline. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're 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 it, it's like if we had a, a clock and every time we reported on something we like moved it up a little we bit. We need more. our own clock. We do. But we need a way cooler, much cooler. more kick-ass yes. clock than that. All right. And then we we will we'll compare our doomsday clock with their doomsday yes. clock. I like it. After by the end of the year, yes. when they when they redo it, we'll be like, no, motherfucker, we said yeah. uh, 185 seconds to midnight, yeah. and you said 98. You're wrong. I, I, just the fact that Tom Brady's not going to the Super Bowl, we're at 101 seconds. Yeah, that added one second to the it doomsday did. clock. You, you don't even Life, know. Life, as we know it, got better. Uh, yes. See, that's how things need to be looked at. Also to be considered is the conflict in Iraq between Iranian and American forces intensified after Trump's decision to withdraw from the nuclear deal in 2018. Why are they throwing all this on Trump? Yeah, exactly. Trump made us that much closer to doomsday. If it was such a big deal, Biden would have reversed it. Well, he did has reversed it. So this is why there's the 75 years, because yeah. the countdown was established in 1947 uh, by experts at the Bulletin who were working on the Manhattan Project to design and build the first atomic bomb. So the same experts <laughs> designing the atomic bomb were at yeah. Also came up with the, the doomsday clock. Yeah. At that point, they should have just been like, uh, we're at one second to midnight, guys, yeah. because we're not sure if we detonate this, yeah. if it's going to incinerate the atmosphere. Well, that was a legitimate concern yeah. of theirs, is that when they detonated the first one, if they split the first atom, yeah, it exactly. might incinerate the atmosphere. And then they're like, guys, maybe we should <laughs> consider how close we yeah. are to fucking everything yeah. up. Like, hey, 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 how long do you think we have until the whole world's blown up because of this? <laughs> uh as of right now, we are literally, we are quite possibly one second to midnight. Yeah, and then they set it off, and, and like, they look around, they're like, all right, let's move it back some. All right, we got a couple <laughs> more seconds. It started at seven minutes to midnight. Oh, okay. Seven minutes, though. What's 100 oh. seconds? That's, like, just under two minutes, right? Yeah, right. So they started at seven minutes. But they, Based on the fact, though, that they, they are assuming humanity came in at 11.30 p.m. Right. In the whole creation of the world. Yes, that's that's their assumption, yeah. Started at seven minutes to midnight, but the outlook has gotten worse in recent years. But you got to realize these are just people. Yes. The same people that were yes. wanting to blow up shit, like entire cities, were deciding, you know, how close are we to just yeah. destroying yeah. ourselves? They just nuked Hiroshima and was like, well, that sucks. Let's move us a couple minutes up. Yeah. I see. I mean, how I would say from 1947 till like, the mid 1950s when they were blowing up entire islands we went from yeah. seven minutes to midnight down to like seven seconds to midnight really yeah. fucking fast right? because they were just like on this this goal of who can have the biggest bomb that will destroy yeah. the majority of the world yeah who who can who can decimate the world the fastest is it the u.s or is it russia and these same same fucking people are like guys we really should be concerned yeah about how close we are to the apocalypse yeah Stop fucking around with shit and we might not be so close. Right. The closer the time to midnight, the closer the world is to considered to be catastrophic. In 2020, the clock lost 20 seconds, pushing it 
the closest to midnight and global catastrophe has ever been. Why? Because of COVID-19? Why? Right. Why yeah. did 2020 lose that, that, 20 that, seconds? That's it. That's it. Last year remained at 100 seconds, staying the closest to midnight has ever been for the second year running amid devastating effects of the global pandemic. Hardly, hardly devastating. The Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists spent the last six months debating the decision with the Bulletin's board of sponsors, which include 13 Nobel, Nobel laureates. I want to know who these sponsors are that are coming up with this, because yeah. the atomic scientists should not be the ones concerned mm -hmm. about yeah. the, the doomsday clock. <laughs> it should be other people that are like keeping the atomic scientists in check. Like, yeah, right. Stop, stop touching that. Yeah. Stop messing with that. And, and, and who did you say was on there? You said Nobel laureate poets? No, just 13 Nobel laureates is all it says. Oh, okay. It doesn't say which okay. ones. It doesn't say who. I would like to know who. I was going to say, because if they're writers and poets, can you think of a more dramatic <laughs> amount of group of people? <laughs> so what do you think of this doomsday clock? First of all, do you think we're getting close to doomsday? No, I I don't. I, I think, first of all, I think it's a stupid concept. Second of all, again, 75 years ago, things were much worse than what they are now. And I think a big part of that is, like you said, political theater. Yeah. You know, and what the how, how I want to know how fast the clock moved towards midnight once Trump was elected. <laughs> right. I want to know what specific was it just COVID-19? Yeah. That lost 20 seconds. Yeah, that's huge. 20 seconds. We are 100 seconds to midnight right now. So you're saying. 120 seconds in 2019 then 2020 was 100 seconds because it held from last year what happens if it gets to midnight and nothing happens mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like well shit all our, our um all our theories means that the world should be over by now but it seems okay like i guess we got one second left yeah, we'll just leave it at one second until something happens so 100 to 120 what what percent drop would that be oh that's like a is it um that's oh, 100 to 20 to 20 seconds or 120 down to 100 would be like a like a 25 percent drop yeah. pretty much. Something like no, that. it'd be 20 percent drop, 20 percent drop. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Either way. So you're telling me because of COVID-19, we lost 20 yeah. percent chance of surviving in the yeah. world. 20, a the, disease the, that has a less than one percent kill yes. rate. Yeah. We lost 20% chance of yes. surviving as a species. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. How does that math add up? It doesn't. I mean, I guess if you add in like global conflict, but the global conflict's been there. And it's just been worse. Much. Yeah, it's been worse. And I'm sorry, Biden isn't going to do jack shit about mm -hmm. Russia or China. No, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, we talked about China last week and their, their freaking rise to the top. There's a lot of shit going on with Russia this week. It's like if you yeah. pull up the news headlines, there's a reason why we didn't talk about it, because I want to talk about it tomorrow. If you pull up any news source, main headline, Russia. Russia, 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 Russia. It's almost like we're in the Cold War all of Russia. Yeah, it's almost like we're in the Cold War all over again. Yeah. Wait till Cuba gets involved, then we're really fucked. How close were are, are you really saying we are yeah, closer right. to midnight right now the, because Cuban, of COVID than during the Cuban, Cuban right. missile crisis when everybody was pointing atomic warheads at each other? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But right now we're closer because yeah. of COVID. Right. That's bullshit. These guys are bullshit and they yeah. know they're bullshit. Yeah. They don't want to admit that their nuclear warheads are probably more dangerous yeah. 
than these, a pandemic. These guys, as far as scientists go, I'm going to put them with Bill Nye. Yeah, that's and I that's, fucking hate Bill Nye. I do now. too. Yeah, and Dr. Fauci. Put them in the same yes. boat. Yes, they they are those. Fauci's probably the head of these scientists. Uh, probably, <laughs> most likely. That's all I got for this week. Do you got anything else? No, I think we covered it. I think good. that's the, the the doomsday clock is the most positive thing out of all of this. <laughs> I, I agree because it's the one that made me laugh the most. <laughs> it did. Well, I mean, if you if you look, I mean, do they consider the fact that Biden is single-handedly decimating the supply lines? Right. Does that go yeah. into effect account with this doomsday clock? Because that's pushing us more towards doomsday than right. this mild quote-unquote pandemic is yeah or the calling of 2000 hamsters <laughs> i mean that that's pretty significant too right is this just people doomsday or is a hamster doomsday too you know that's a good point maybe they have a separate clock for hamsters <laughs> probably too <laughs> we got to get out of here like i said we will be back tomorrow night for that live episode we're going to talk about the potential of this proposed possible world war three is what this would lead to now, yes that's the way it would look yes i mean the U.S. is sending in aid, like yeah. military aid. and Senators are calling for global consequences against Russia. Yeah, Russia's got ties with China, which we yeah. talked about. Their yeah. and political Iran. hold, their global freaking strong arm yeah. in the world right now. Uh, Iran has, I guess, nuclear capabilities yeah. possibly, but Most it, likely. It's, still Most a, likely. It's, it's still an ally. Yeah. But just Russia and China alone combined right. together. Yeah. It's and scary. It, I guess you thought... I, I think North Korea would follow just because they, they they'll follow. Oh yeah, they just want to get and in on the fun. That's just a freaking loose cannon over there. Right. So and they'll probably just start bombing everybody. Yeah, it's like dude, I mean, whoa, because... whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> You're on, I, we're on the same side. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I just wanted to see what the shit could do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you were the closest. <laughs> so, I mean, you get those combined. That's yeah. going to be hell. I don't think, even with our strongest allies, we have enough manpower to compete with that. Yeah. Technological advancements of China that we talked about last week could make a war with the those opposing forces pretty detrimental to us. So right. I guess we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Like that I said, like fun. live stream, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to talk World War Three because... I mean, we've why been not? predicting. Why, why not? <laughs> but they've been calling for world, like predicting World War Three since World War Two. Yeah, so right, well, right after they said this is the war to end all wars. But wait, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah. Wait for yeah. the war to end all wars too. And they're yeah. like, wait, we gotta shorten wait, that up, guys. That. <laughs> That's not even a thing. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, uh, who was the band that did like a freaking final tour then came back oh and yeah another kiss? Was it kiss yeah I think that's kiss has done like six <laughs> six farewell. final farewell tours yeah. that's what this is so <laughs> we got to look forward to that share the shit all over social media we got to get out of here because we've completely lost our train of thought uh follow us on facebook twitter uh instagram all that stuff at break the bell pod coming soon we're gonna have an actual website after a year and a half nice i'm trying to work out the kings of that can we put our doomsday clock on there? We should put our yes. doomsday clock on there. So, like I said, share the shit all over. Like, subscribe, all that fun, happy stuff that we tell you to do. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow night for that live stream. Do not miss it. Do not let your friends miss it because it's going to be fun. We will talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Peace. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. 
A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.